Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we have been talking about multi-pet households. So let's jump back into the discussion we were having about finding a right fit and what to do when introducing a new pup goes poorly. All right. Yeah, so let's let's say you've thought about all the things we talked about in the first half and you're like, nope, I'm ready for a dog. My dog is ready for a dog. I want a new dog. Second dog, third dog. I don't know how many dogs you have, but you're getting an additional dog. What are maybe some of the things we want to think about when we're looking at fit? Um, so it comes down to the timeless question. Do we want to rescue or do we want to go through a breeder? We have a whole episode on this. I actually think we have a double episode on this. I think so. Mm-hmm. Our adopt and shopped episode. So feel free to listen to that episode to get a better feel for why you might choose one path or the other. Um, I would never discourage anybody from getting a rescue dog. Um, there's often this notion that rescue dogs can be challenging. And while that sure can be true, there's also lots of rescue dogs that are perfectly fine and don't have any challenges. So lots to unpack there, but check out that episode for more. What other things would we want to think about, Ken's, in terms of finding that like right match? Well, we touched on this in our first section, um, the age of the dog. So um, do you want a puppy? Do you want an eight-week-old puppy? Do you want a four-month-old puppy? Do you want an eight-month-old puppy? Do you want an eight-year-old dog? Do you want a 10-year-old dog? Do you want a five-year-old dog? There are so many things to consider um, for your already um, dog in your home. Um, so like we touched on before, you know, what age would really mesh well with the dog you already have, i.e. I have a 13 year old dog and, uh, should I really be getting an eight week old puppy that again might be a lot, bring a lot of stress into that dog's life. Or, um, like I'm going to use myself as an example. I have a six and a seven year old, pretty mature, pretty chill, don't like high energy dogs home. Would it be fair to bring in a, you know, young, high energy herding type breed into my home where it might lead to, you know, my dogs getting annoyed every second of the day from this dog and leading me to feel stressed out every second I'm home, which is the opposite of what I want to feel like when I am at home. (laughs) So uh, that kind of goes into another piece as well. Something to consider is like the breed slash type of dog you do bring in. So I mentioned a herding dog. Herding dogs tend to be they're classified mostly as, you know, a little bit more hyperactive, a little bit more high maintenance in terms of activity level and, um, you know, keeping your dog's brain going all the time, keeping them busy. And then again, I have two Italian greyhounds who are pretty much couch potatoes until we drag them out of the house. You know, would that mesh well? Probably not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got to find that good fit. Right. And it, it, it ultimately comes down to personality. So like knowing those like traditional breed characteristics can be super helpful, but it also kind of comes down to like, what do you know about your dog? What dogs does your dog tend to gravitate towards? What dog Mm -hmm. is your dog most calm around? 
Marshall actually tends to enjoy being around smaller or older dogs. He actually doesn't really enjoy being in the space of other like male high energy dogs, like a copycat of Marshall. Marshall would not like, (laughs) he would not like himself. He tends to do really well with yeah, older, slower paced dogs, um, smaller dogs, maybe because he doesn't feel threatened. Um, but yeah, that's really important, but it's, it's also really important to do an introduction. And this is something that any reputable breeder, any reputable rescue is going to let you do an introduction between dog you're considering bringing into your home and existing dog. And not only doing that introduction, but making sure you're doing an appropriate introduction. Um, so not just, you know, throwing them into an off-leash environment together, doing something a little more structured, see how they respond to each other, read their body language. How do they get along? Um, yeah, that's all I'll say about fit, but let's move on to talk about some misconceptions that maybe we see online. So this whole notion of like Instagram versus reality, we know that what we see online is not necessarily what actually happens in someone's life or in someone's home, right? Yeah, I really need to chime into this because I fall victim to this all the time. Um, Personally, I'm forever comparing myself to others online, whether that is about my dogs, about myself, about my partnership, about my home, about my car I drive, well, I don't, whatever it is in my life. Like I've found myself, especially over COVID getting really bad Mm -hmm. at doing this. And I think that it has a lot to do with, well, now the younger scene is very much heavily online. Um, then us millennials end up being online more seeing like what all these, um, but yeah, like you always are striving for what somebody else has. It's like almost like a form of like, Oh, you have that. I want that too. Um, and this happens with dogs. Like you see these beautiful photos online or beautiful videos online of people enjoying their time with their dog or their dog being a perfect angel on like this beautiful hike and they're walking through whatever a lot or like five dogs perfectly sitting in a picture for Instagram. I don't know. It could be whatever. And that's not reality like ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when you see, you know, you see a picture or a video of let's say two dogs, like really coexisting super well in that home you're like, wow, that could be my dog. They could have a friend. True. But also that owner probably had to do a lot of work depending on the circumstances to get those dogs to a space where they're thriving in the same space. They're doing well together. Like you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So Mm -mm. quick note about that, because as we get into this next topic, I think it's important to remember. So you could introduce a second or third dog and it could go poorly. It could be a disaster. You hear, yeah, you do hear about this from time to time where, um, especially like on like uh, Facebook pages of like from the local uh, groups, um, hey, I brought home this puppy or I brought home this dog and my first dog hates it. What do I do? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like the advice as we were like kind of planning out this episode, I feel like the advice um, that 
we're about to kind of share the the suggestions for what to do if this were to go poorly. I feel like they also just apply if you got a new dog and it's it's going poorly. It's kind of the same, but a couple of like key things you can do. I would say consult with professionals. Consult with the breeder or the rescue. Um, mm-hmm. They know the dog. They would have spent duration of time with the dog. Consult with a trainer. Consult with your vet, a behaviorist. Um, and then hopefully in all those consultations, you can maybe have some new behavior modification strategies to layer in, whether that's with your new dog or with your existing dog or probably with both. Yeah. Um, what else should they maybe think about, Ken's? Definitely time. Um, sometimes it's not a light dogs aren't light switches. So this might take some time. So how long has it been? Has your dog, your first dog had time to settle? Has the second dog had time to decompress in a new environment? Vice versa. You know, it's, uh, time it's, it's again, dogs are not a light switch. This can also be a stressful situation, especially for new dog coming in. Um, And it could be a stressful situation for you. So ask yourself, um, have you given up? This is hard to think about and hard, a hard question to ask ourselves, but you know, have you already thrown in the towel and it's been three days and your life is hell because your dogs aren't getting to get uh, along together and it's not rainbows and butterflies. Um, but maybe it's just not the right fit. And if that's the case, that's okay too. But again, this goes back to time. Um, And then with that, how much time should you spend on working with this relationship, i.e. new dog into this home? A trainer, a behaviorist, a vet, the breeder, all of these professionals would have a very good idea for you to, um, to consider. Yeah. And all I'll say is it takes a lot more than a week or two for these sorts of kinks to be ironed out. So if you're making the decision to get another dog, just know that you're, you're probably looking at a couple month transition period at minimum. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, but making sure that, you know, you do have adequate support. And I think, you know, if you are in a situation where it's difficult, I think the first thing to really look at is, is there any concern around safety, safety Mm -hmm. for the dog, safety for you or any other, you know, kids or people in the home. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, making sure you have those structures in place, whether it's crating or place or having those things set up, even leash on in the home for maybe the new dog. Like it, there's lots of different ways you can make sure that you keep everybody safe while you go through this um, bit of a decompression period. But that was a lot of information. Um, We hope you found all of that helpful. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back to share a little bit of wisdom as to what we would suggest if you're thinking about adding a dog to your home and sharing a little bit about our personal experiences. So we will be right back. 